Welcome to Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, where we hear real stories from real people and we tackle all sorts of fun topics in the areas of business, marketing, entrepreneurship, mindset, the arts, and well, life itself. It's amazing what you'll pick up. Thanks for joining us. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast. It's episode 194. I hope everybody's doing fantastically well. I've got a great show with a great guest. Don't conform to the world. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind with Kelvin Holiday. How are you doing, Kel? I'm doing awesome, Daz. How are you, bud? Very, very well. So happy to have you on the show, mate, and can't wait to hear you know, get into this topic and really get into hearing more about your story as well. Um, so yeah, I really mate. appreciate you coming on the show. Well, mate, but, it's um, absolutely a pleasure, mate. And, it, and it's always it's always fun to be able to uh, hang out with a mate and um, have a bit of a chat, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So for everyone out there, just so you know a little bit more about Kel, Kel is a passionate bloke that's all about creating time and freedom for entrepreneurs and business owners. As the head adventurer of three companies with a combined focus on freedom, he offers a suite of services to assist you thinking, technology, and your team. He is a three-time best-selling author, internationally recognized by media giants Fox ABS and CBS in the top 10 professionals in his area of expertise. And just so you know, the Forbes survey reveals that the number one thing people go into business for is to find time and freedom, yet it is more often the opposite that we find. So, Kel, I'd love to kind of get you know more insight into your story, how you ended up in this field, and you know why you're so passionate about it, and, and why you do what you do. My it it goes back a long way. It goes back a real long way, and and um, I think most entrepreneurs and business owners, yeah, we 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 think that way, yeah. Like, um, what is it? E Myth from Gerber, uh, the book, yeah. great book, talks about how you know we 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 try and get this sort of like mythical time, yeah. and um, and so often it doesn't happen, and that's what happened to me. I I actually um, at aged uh, twenty four, I actually started a building company, wow. and. Um, and so that building company, we built it up over 12 months to be doing $45 million. So this is a long time ago. Oh so it's a $45 million company. And um, I ended up busting myself up. Um, bust, I had a fall on one of the, one of the sites and oh, broke really? my back and, oh. and my business just collapsed. And, the, and, and so I was looking for freedom, yeah. but I was working my tushy off, you know, yeah. and, and I, I'm thinking to myself, well, geez, how do you get freedom and grow a business of that magnitude without doing that? And so here I am flattening my back for about six months. You know, oh, I couldn't walk for no. six months and stuff like that. And I was had to reinvent who I was and what I was about. I'd lost everything. Yes. And that took me on a, a pretty long journey, a journey of many, many years yeah. to do lots of different things. To the end, end of stage, I've come out the other end going, the only way to do this is to be able to duplicate myself. Now, I don't want to make a lot, lots of these ugly faces, but I, but I wanted to duplicate my mind, the way in which I thought, the, the, what I was doing, yeah. how do you duplicate that? So building systems, building teams and empowering teams, getting the right sort of technology in place that you can pass the duties and responsibilities on, delegate them and let go. 
biggest problems with most business owners we delegate and then we micromanage absolutely we're, we're, as business owners are all control freaks you know we hate delegating absolutely that's what it was My, and, and and for those people who are control freaks if you have some, if you have a time out yeah. all right your business collapses that's just right. know that control freaks you will never get freedom yeah and all you right? feel guilty as well as soon as you stop for one yeah. minute you feel guilty. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. You know, and, and, and there's a and there's a whole mindset shift around that. And so that's that's where I start with most business owners. Yeah. And my passion came out of this is because I've actually met quite a few business owners who were going down the same path as I was. And yeah. one particular guy, I remember it so clearly, a guy by the name of uh, Sean Hersey. He was a he had a painting company. Right. Great guy. He's in a he's a tradie like me. And uh and he he um he came to me and he said, you know, he was in his 30s. He wanted to do triathlons and he'd done a couple of triathlons, but his business was growing and he wanted to grow a team. And he had three people, I think it was at the moment. He was there was himself, a tradie and an apprentice. And he said, how do I grow a team? Yeah. And um, and so I helped him on his way. Yeah. And now the guy travels the world, doing triathlons all over the place. Um, he's got a team of about 30-odd workers, um, love and life. Yeah. And that's... And it, was, and it was that conversation, that was about six years ago, seven years ago, when I had that conversation with Sean, I went, I wonder how many other business owners that I can help. Yep. Oh, and that, was the, that was the catalyst. That one, from one person, how do I actually help as many as I possibly can? Sure, there are plenty. And, you know, the interesting thing is, um, as an entrepreneur, by definition, you love the creative process. You love building a company. You love doing stuff. So you have to still spend the time in the business and on the business to do it all. So it's a bit of a contradiction, you know, like you want freedom, but you also want to be in it working because that's your passion. That's what you love. So how do you separate that? How do you control that? That's hard. Oh, it is and it isn't. Yeah. It's, it, it's actually a decision. That's, that was what my mentor, a guy by the name of Dale Beaumont was, okay. was really confronted me with this. And he said to me, Kel, you, it's, it's a decision. Yeah. He, he said, once you make the decision that do you want to control your business and be tied to it forever, yeah. or do you want freedom, you'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. And, and it's just that, that decision. And once you actually make the cho choice of freedom, that controlling process becomes how do I yeah, duplicate? How do I systemize? Yeah. Yeah. However, how do I also monitor and do what I like to do? What are the pieces like? If you haven't already guessed, I like to talk. <laughs> um, so, so I like to talk. So, doing presentations, you know, being in networking groups and stuff like that's the stuff I love. Yeah, yeah. So, how do I enjoy doing what I do? Do the stuff I need to do in my business and get rid of the rest. Yeah. And so, I rest. come up with a yeah. delegate the rest. And and so, it's a process. And and it is a fairly simple process. And I do some education around this where I help to business owners to go, okay. Here is, like, we start with a hundred simple tasks, things like emails and calendar management and yep. the things that you, as an owner, you don't like to do mm -hmm. and you don't have to do. Yeah. So how do you actually delegate those tasks? So where does that, so once you start to delegate, you go, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. How can I actually take this other thing that's a real pain in my neck that I hate, that I hate to do, yeah. all right? And then once you get all the stuff that you don't like to do, delegate it out and somebody else is doing it and now you're, you're feeling you're starting to feel like hang on a second i've got this time yep. now you start to go okay what are the things that i really want to do and what are the things that i'm good at that's right and what are the things that i really 
I might like to do, but I'm not good at that I should delegate. So then that, that becomes a little bit of a harder place. So being a techno, you know, I like, I like technology. So I like playing and learning how to do things. That was the hardest one for me to let go of those things that I like to play with, but I wasn't good at. Yeah. All right. Well, the interesting thing about that as well is that with technology, you know, it's getting more and more sophisticated. There are more and more tools and apps and, you know, sites to do all these things. But I think you still have to kind of find a, a balance because sometimes those things can create more work, even though they're meant to be more efficient or help you be more efficient. Sometimes you've got to jump through so many hoops just to actually get the thing working that it's, it was easier to do it manually. And so you can even create a manual system. So I think you've got to really be careful about how much technology we do integrate into our business. Yeah. And, and, and look, that has changed like this, this last couple of years with COVID. Mm. All right. Just to give some ideas on perspective, you say you say there's a lot of apps out there. Over a million new apps per year coming out in the last two oh years. Oh God. Over a million <laughs> new apps per you year. Keep, you can't even keep so up with the, it. It's there is just no way we can. So once you grasp that one, there's another mindset. You will never keep up. Impossible. So the trick is just get something that works for you now. Yeah. Don't try and get 50 apps. Try and pick one at a time, get the right one, and get the one that will work for you now and will grow with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So making the right choice of which one to do, and the problem is most people go, oh, I can get this one for free, I can get this one for free, and I can get that one for free. Yeah. And as you said, they don't use half of it, and they spend all their time trying to work out how to use these free apps, yeah. all right, rather than just paying 20 or $30 a month. Yeah to get the right app That's right. that takes away all the headaches. That's right. And also, I suppose, you know, just because other people recommend a particular app doesn't mean you have to jump on it. They, their business is different. Their requirements are different. So you have to be really careful about what you choose. Absolutely. And this whole idea of FOMO, mate, yeah, if you're missing out, right. you know, like <laughs> everybody wants the latest and greatest and everybody, as soon as they get onto a new app, they shout it out to the world and they become the raving fan of this new thing. That's right. All right. And that's just generated from the software companies. The software companies are out there creating this hype, all right? And then everybody becomes dis disillusioned or dissatisfied with their current app and they want to make a change. And don't realise to make a change can sometimes take, particularly something like CRM, oh. you know, you've got it. Like, that is a huge, a huge, huge job. That's <laughs> a huge job, all right? So stop trying to change, change, change and get something from a reputable company that's got the products you need and it's got potential to grow. Love it. Yeah. That's the bottom line. You know, you don't, it's not about having 50 new apps. It's about having a selection. I, I'm actually doing a, a, um, a webinar in a couple of hours time yeah. on the five top tools to be able to do that, you know? And, and so what are the five basic tools that every business should have? And if you've got those five tools, you don't need, you absolutely don't need anything else. Wow. All right. Five. Well, Five is the maximum to, you need. Can, can I ask you to elaborate on that for us? Uh, absolutely. So, so the first one is cloud technology. Right? So, pick one. Like pick pick your, your your Google, yeah, or your OneDrive, or your whatever it might be. Just one place to store. Yeah. And so store. many, so one cloud storage space. That's a time thing. Yeah. You know, if you go, hang on a sec, where have I got that stored? You've just spent a period of time, and then you're going to that place and you're starting to look. And you go, oh, hang on a second. Oh, I forgot. I put it over here. Yeah. So cloud storage is, is that's that's one no-brainer. The other one is the ecosystem. That's different. Yeah. You know? So 
An ecosystem is like Microsoft or Apple or Google or whatever it might be. So picking the right one of those yeah. is critical for a business, all right? And so there's certain ways to pick those sort of things up. The third one is if you're going to manage time, if you're about time and freedom, calendars. Like how do you manage your calendar, yeah. right? So having the right calendar, which feeds into the ecosystem, which feeds into how do you manage calendars. And if you're doing things like, um, you know, events or bookings and stuff like that, a lot of people are using things like Calendly or Eventbrite. Or, I think so Calendly is fantastic. I love Calendly. It's brilliant. Ca Calend Calendly has been around and it is probably as a calendar management system is probably the number one yep. around. And I would say that if, if you just need a calendar, yep. that is the way to go. Yep. But okay. there's a new one on the block. Oh, there's really? an absolute new one on the block oh, called Productivity Hub. <laughs> All right, there's a, there's a, there's my first plug, mate. Um, so it, it's 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 actually Calendly and Eventbrite put together, uh -huh. and a pipeline to manage your clients that you are coming through with. Wow, so that's much so more comprehensive. Yeah, much more comprehensive. Here is the difference: Calendly, twelve dollars a month. Yep. All right, Productivity Hub, forty-seven dollars once, never anything else to pay. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. Okay, that's that. They're, 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 if, if people out there listening to it, that is the first time offered. It's the first time I've actually mentioned this wow. in the world. Oh All right, God, I launched it know. in two hours' time. So you've got you've heard it here first. There you go. Love so <laughs> cal cal calendars, yeah, you know, are an essential part of time management. Yeah, absolutely critical part of time management. And it doesn't matter what business you're in. You can think to yourself, oh, I don't really need to take bookings, but you do. You do. You need to manage your time. And you need to put people into your time rather than you fit in with everybody else. Yeah. That's how you that's how I've become free. Yep. All right. So I only take bookings like this one, for instance. All right. I looked at my calendar and I said, okay, I I can do that on these days because that aligns with what I do. Okay. Perfect. So that's that's the that's the third one. The fourth one really is your, your CRM sort of side of things. Yeah. So how do you get that CRM management going? And the fifth one is how do you manage your um, social media. Social media is becoming oh, yeah. a huge thing, a huge thing for time. Definitely. So things like Hootsuite and Buffer App and stuff like that are a great one. Yep. But if you can get an all-in-one system that does everything I just talked about all in one place with one login, oh, now you've got something that's very special. Now you're getting serious. Now you're getting serious. All right. And that's where a CRM, if you get a higher end CRM, yep. that will do all those things for you. So now you instead of having five apps, you can have one app to do all and manage that whole process. Love it, love it, love it. And what about automation? What's your take on automation? Where does that fit into oh, all of this? Okay, so CRMs, if, if your CRM doesn't automate, don't use it, full stop. Okay. If, if it, if that's, that's where I'm at with automation. However, automation and CRMs and emails and all that type of stuff doesn't ever replace having a conversation, picking up a phone, getting into a Zoom, having a coffee chat. I agree. All right? I would say very clear, automation is so you don't forget things, yep. not to replace you. I, I love that. Automation is so you don't forget things, not to replace you. I think that's so powerful. It, it, it is massive, right? So in your automations, it's about having automation to put a reminder on your task list or in your diary to make a phone call to that person, yep. all right? And so when you actually make the phone call to the person, you've got all the notes all about them, so you can have have an informed conversation with everything about them. That's so right. that's driven from a CRM. Yep. All right. So an automation. So you here you are. You send out an email saying hello, hello, hello. Give them some value. Hey, I'd love to have a conversation with you. I'm going to phone you at this time, and you get on the phone. 
Beautiful, beautiful. And I think that's true because I think automation, a lot of people use automation um, to replace them and it starts to actually negate that relationship building process and people actually yep. lose trust in what you're doing. Yep, you, you start to spam them. So we, we've heard it, and this has been around for a long time, no like and trust, yep. all right? You gotta, you, to, to deal with something, you gotta know, like and trust them. However, in this automation world, there's another one and that is we need to resonate with people, okay. all right? So think about it like this, that no like and trust, can be done in an automation. However, overdone, all right, we all of a sudden detract. Yep. So that's where that personal stuff comes up. So resonation is where instead of just sending an email, send them a video, send them a personalized voice I like message. That. I like that. Get on, yeah. Say, so, and you can automate that stuff. There is there is tools within a lot of CRMs where you, instead of sending them out just an email that says, you know, and a whole bunch of text and they've got to sit there and read it, yep. send them an email. And say it personally. Hey, Daz, you know, I just wanted to say hi. That's it. You don't, that's all you have to do. Or a little video, right. as you said, a little video message is so great. A little video message. It's so powerful when you can say, hello, Darren, how you going? Yeah. All right. We're thinking of you. All right. See you later. All right. Give us a call anytime. Right. That, that's where the resonation comes from. There's a personal relationship rather than text because everybody knows that this automation thing happens now. Yeah, like it's, it's old hat. That's right. Okay. And in, and another thing I'd say, make sure you got, you know, if you're doing automation, make sure you've got something that will actually give you multiple channels. So not just email. So email, SMS, Messenger, LinkedIn, yep. you know, all yep. the Instagram, you know, Google My Business. Wow. Make sure there's got multiple channels of communication because one channel is not enough. No, I agree. I agree. Nowadays it's become, we're all being totally bombarded by messaging and it's coming from all platforms at the same time. And you have to be able to cover all those bases. Yep. You've got to cover them all. You don't know where your customers are going to be. That's exactly right. But And you also don't know which ones they're actually going to listen to you on. That's right. Because some customers will listen to you more on a messenger than they will on a, yeah. on an email or vice versa. You know, And you don't know when they're, when they're spam blocking you and right. et cetera some, on an email, but they can't will, spam. Some customers will communicate with me via Facebook Messenger instead of sending me an email. So yep. I have to be able to do that. Yep. So and you, and you know because you're either friends or you're not. All right, where an email, they can block you and you're sending them messages and it's just going yeah. into their spam and, you know, yeah. never going to get in contact with you. So true, so true. Awesome, man. So what I'd love to kind of dive a little bit more into your background and kind of yeah. just tell us a bit more about, you know, in your journey as a business owner, building all these multi-million dollar businesses, what were some of the pitfalls that you fell into? What did you learn from them? And then I want to kind of give the audience some more tips and tricks and strategies apart from just the technology, as to how to really regain freedom. Yeah, okay. I thought, tell us a bit about it. You know, your, yeah. your, Right, so I, I alluded to the first one. Like when I busted myself up, all right, that was that was a that was the biggest learning curve, mm. but it didn't fully consolidate things. So what I mean by that is, is I recognised what the problem was. There was that recognition stage yeah. when I was, you know, fell off a building site and all that type of stuff. Fast forward quite a few years when I started to build the next business and everything, um, I then had a whole bunch of baggage. So what had happened was physically, yeah. physically, uh, when I went from being on the building sites, I was also very physically healthy. I was, you know, I was doing triathlons. I was a professional footballer. Yeah. So very, very fit doing triathlons. And it, I, that was great. But fast forward that a couple of years, 
because of the of the back injury, I put on my I become morbidly obese. Oh no. And and everything was hard. So one of the biggest lessons I would like to say to people is if you are overweight, if you're not healthy, your business suffers. You cannot think properly. Yeah. And so what happens is we get into this vicious cycle. We get into alcohol or sugars, mm-hmm. you know, so alcohol to calm us down, sugars to, you know, we've got and, and coffee. Yeah. All right. So we get into that sort of space. All right. To keep us awake and alert. Yeah. But our bodies, the adrenaline and lots of other stuff. So a big lesson I learned was is that while I was healthy, I was actually able to function a lot better, but I didn't have the systems in place. Gotcha. Fast forward that, I started to put the systems in place, but I couldn't think properly because I was so unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. So you need the marriage. Big lesson for me. Yeah, you, need you need the marriage of the two. So you, you move forward another five or so years, I lost, I, I actually was 185 kilos at my peak. Wow. I would, and I lost half of my body. I lost 90 kilos over a three year period. Wow. Insane. Now, now I put a couple of kilos back on over the COVID period, but in general, I'm yeah. pretty healthy. So I've had COVID now. I'm, I'm just finishing off my bout. All right. Three times oh. having COVID. <laughs> all right. The first one was pretty hard. Yeah. All right. But, Health-wise, I recovered reasonably easy, and I had a whole bunch of problems there. But I'm for, I'm on all four cylinders, right. all right. So my mind is clear, my body is healthy. I swim, I walk every day, yeah. um, and and I'm doing everything. So I'm pe- peeling off those couple of COVID kilos now. Yep, good. But I know that that makes a difference, all right. And so that's that's the second lesson I learned. The third lesson was is you can't do it alone. You just cannot do it alone. Yeah. All right. So if you want to, if you want to scale, I suppose, if you want to scale a if business you want to scale, and have something yeah. really big, great. If you want a lifestyle business where you just want to work for yourself, I suppose you can. So really it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't, and it, it does depend on what you want, but having somebody to bounce some ideas and I don't like financial planners have got their places and all that type of stuff. Wealth, wealth creators. Great. But the mentor to get you thinking in the right spot is mm-hmm. is essential, and that's that's where I really made the breakthrough about five years ago. Right. So I'd learned I've got to build systems, and I started doing that. But then I was unhealthy; I couldn't quite think it through properly. Yeah. But getting the mentor in place, all right, and 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 I was actually in a position then because I'd been through this unhealth. I went through and had a nervous breakdown. I had a heart attack. Oh, God. Now I, I had some fairly critical sort of injuries and 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 illnesses. But my business kept on going because I'd started to build the systems. They didn't go, it didn't go well, but now, like, I had COVID in um, uh, and I had a bit of a heart, another heart scare because I'd done some so much damage in the past. I had another heart scare in, in March this year. Mm. And so I spent eight weeks unable to work. Right. Yeah. In that eight weeks, my business turnover increased by 10%. Yeah. And, I, and I was totally out of the business. Wow. So I had an increase in, in turnover, an increase in profit, and I was I had I had virtually zero contact. I was out, laid out, I was in emergency and all that type of stuff. Oh boy. That's that's the part that most people don't think about. So even in a small business, if you get sick, your business can collapse if that's you don't right. have a plan B. You need some all right? you need some way of this business running some way to keep it going. So it doesn't matter the size of the business. You need to have some tools around you to keep it going. And how I did that is I got a mentor in and mentored me and I brought in experts. And that's what I did years ago. And now my business can run 
pretty much by itself. Occasionally, there's some hiccups, but I'm there more of a um, yeah, more more putting rather than putting band aids on problems. I'm there pretty much as the life support, going what are the life support, what are the what are the pieces that I need to look at. Yeah. So how many clients we got, how many prospects, what's the profit margin, looking at nice. the basic. You know, those vital much, much signs. Higher of level, business. Much higher level stuff. Yeah. You're looking at the vital signs rather than yeah. oh, what email's going out. Do I need to check that piece of copy? Like, I still do that occasionally when we're doing a launch, but I don't look at any copy once we've done a launch. Right. Because it's, it's it, yeah. So I look at a launch, I go through a launch strategy. We have a look at the copy in general. I might have a look at the first three or four emails to make sure it's got the right flavor and feel. But the next 50, 100 emails, that's totally left to the team. Beautiful. Yeah. So like a business coach or business mentor is always useful. Best business mentor and also that mindset mentor. Yeah. All right. Because there, there is difference. Yeah. So how do you do business yep. is different to how do you think business? I agree. Agree. And, and think, they are, they are too. And also in terms of thinking for the rest of the, in a holistic fashion, not just for business. Yeah. That's exactly right. It, it's actually about where does business fit into life yeah. rather than life fit in. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's about putting your life in perspective. Yeah, like That's that. the thinking part. And the business mentor will actually get the business to actually fit into where you want to go life-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so interesting, you know, because, you know, this kind of thinking and this kind of discussion has been around for donkey's years. But I really think that you know, I'm finding myself the pace of the world and the demands due to technology and just due to the pace of, of business these days is immense. And we almost get sucked into the day to day and we totally lose perspective of everything that you're saying. And we just continue day to day, like groundhog day, get up, work like a machine, go to bed, get up, do it all again. And we think, and then we wake up, what the hell are we doing? So I think, you know, it's so important to think the way you're thinking even more so now than ever before. Yeah, absolutely. But you've hit it on the head, like stress. They 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 call it. There's now these symptoms around about you know computer stress and and yeah. and phone stress. Oh. Like I did, I I actually I actually found a really important thing on a on my I've got my mobile phone here. Yeah. Uh, it's actually turned on at the moment. It's got my little grandson on it. Yeah. But I found a really important feature on a phone. It's on the side of an iPhone. It's called the <laughs> on/off button. <laughs> Okay, so if you haven't discovered that on-off button, <laughs> my phone goes off at five o'clock in the afternoon. Beautiful, I love that. It goes off. It, it's, it doesn't go on silent. Yep, it okay. goes off, and I then answer it tomorrow. Awesome. That's that's dedication. That's discipline. That's discipline. That's a decision. I wanted freedom. I can't have freedom if my phone's going bing, bing, bing in the background. Oh, stop. You can't, right? stop. You, can, you can't even have dinner without the phone going off a hundred times. Phone doesn't go at the dinner table. Don't phone doesn't go out for me if I'm going to the movies. Right. Phone goes nowhere with me. Now I carry a second phone in actual fact, you know, and just to say it, like here they are. <laughs> two, two phones. Yeah. All right. Why? People go, oh, why do you carry two phones? I don't carry two phones. Business phone? Yep. After hours phone. Beautiful. So I've still got a phone. Like and and, and like, different phone numbers. Was, different, different phone numbers. Different phone numbers. Yep. Different phone numbers. And and on my private phone. I don't have email. I don't. Right. Nobody can contact me. Right. However, if anybody needs me, there is one person that knows that phone number. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. They can. Con I can be contacted if it's an emergency. Yeah. But that's only an emergency. And let me tell you, I've been contacted when people think it's an emergency. I go, 
that can wait till tomorrow. That can wait till tomorrow. That's about that's about that's about teaching your team how things, what's urgent, and what's not. Yeah. All right. Urgent, in my opinion, is is somebody going to die? Am I going to lose the business tonight? Yep. Yep. If it's not, if if you don't answer that, all right, tomorrow yep. will be fine. Tomorrow's fine. <laughs> I love it. That's so important. I think you know you really hit the nail on the head, and yeah. you, know, you really got to think this way because we have to somehow find a way to reclaim back our time, our energy, our freedom, our yep. uh, our joy. Otherwise, every day is just rolling onto the next and all we do is work. Here is the biggest one. And this, this is one that, that, that Dale and another another, men, another mentor, Darren Hardy, um, gave me. And that is, and, and this is a big one for business owners, is seeing yourself as valuable to your clients. Mm -hmm. See yourself as a value to your client. Now, if you're forever available, in their mind, you're not as valuable as if you're only available on one or two days a week. That's true. Yep. That's true. Okay. So therefore, when you use a calendar, you use Calendly, I use Productivity Hub within my CRM. But if you if you actually say to yourself, I only accept prospecting calls on day, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, yep. all right, that's the calendar you give them. And so they can only book for a prospecting type call on those days. Perfect. And when they come when they come back to you in an email saying, Hey, I could only book on that day, yep. That's the day I do my calls. Yep. All right. Oh, but I'm not available on that. Okay. Well, when you are next week. Okay. <laughs> yep. Next week or the week after, or the week after. Yeah. Oh, but I'm in a hurry. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I've got a lot of people to, to, to talk to. That's right. Now, very, very, very few people will get ticked off and go somewhere else. Yeah. Most people will respect that. And they're the people you want to do business with. Yeah. If people will respect that your time is valuable, all right, and you want to help, but it's got to be when when it works so that you can give the best of service to them at that time. Definitely. They're the customers you want. Love it. Love it. Mate, I love it. This is really fantastic. Um, but I'd love to kind of um, give the audience a bit more insight into exactly what you do. So tell us a bit more about what you do. Okay. So as, as you said at the start, three three separate companies joined together. Yep. The first company is is that strategic. So I do a lot of webinars and and courses and trainings and and um, coaching around getting that mindset right. So that's typically now in in that course environment, um, and that's where we get the thinking right. So that's the transformational consulting or transformational group of companies where we start from. Yeah. And so I try and help people to get time and freedom thinking. The second second company is a tech company. And so we focus 100% on the technology that will actually give freedom. Nice. So like that um, our own, like that uh, cal calendar that you just mentioned earlier. That's like the calendar. That's yours, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, that's that that's owned by me. Productivity Hub is a part of our bigger piece. Gotcha. So remember I was saying that it's really important to get product, yeah, to choose an application that will grow with you. So if you don't need a CRM yet, mm -hmm. but you do need a calendar, Productivity Hub, all right, is a Productivity Hub, which will get you started making bookings, getting clients, getting collecting names and addresses and all that type of stuff, great, yep. all right? But then if you want to grow it into a full CRM, 
it just literally, we just turn on a couple more buttons and it will open up into a full-blown CRM. Yeah. So all of our technology is that we develop and it's it's our own technology. We're just um, currently building what we call TESS, Transformational Electronic Simple Systems. Nice. All right. So TESS is going to be a systems place whereby if you're trying to build systems, we're talking about you know creating freedom and systems, where do you put them? Most people, you know, the old-fashioned manual on the on the shelf doesn't work. <laughs> but you know, things things like um, um, uh, Google's uh, Google Sites yep. um, and or um, uh, Google uh, sorry SharePoint and Microsoft is a good reservoir place to be able to put your systems. However. Um, they've got limitations. So we're just about to launch our new product called Test. It's going to hopefully launch out by, th by the end of this year. Um, and it's 100% designed by us with the idea of this thinking in mind. How do you get freedom? Yeah. And it's going to have pre-built-in systems that are going to be systems for any business to be able to use, videos, check sheets, da-da-da-da-da for building websites. And, you know, so you can do it all yourself or you can actually build and get a, a, a virtual assistant to be able to do it. So how do you build, get a virtual assistant? There's going to be systems on how to recruit a virtual assistant, all that type of stuff. So that's our technology company. Gotcha. But it's all it's technology about productivity. Yeah. It's not about artwork. It's not about doing you know, creative writing. That, that, there's other applications for that. Technology for efficiency. and, and It's efficiency. It's about how do you do things efficiently. Yeah. So our idea was about how do we create one platform with one login where everything talks to everything. That's nice, yeah. And we are currently the only one that does that in the world. Wow. Okay. Most people don't know about us. CRM Hub is the only one that does everything, including LinkedIn. Wow. All right. So it's a it's got a LinkedIn platform to be able to do that side of things as well. Right. So the only one in the world that does does it the way we do it. Right. The third company is a team building company. So it's a virtual assistant. Yeah, the virtual assistants are based in uh, the Philippines. Mm -hmm. All right. But again, we do this a little bit different. We look at business and say, what does a business need? All right. We recruit the person to do that. And if a person can't afford a full-time, we do them as a part-time if they've got our technology. Mm -hmm. All right. So in other words, instead of you sitting there having to learn all the technology, they're already pre-built, pre-ready to go. You just say, hey, can you send it an email to do this, this, and this? And they will put it all together for you, do all the follow-up sequences, build all the landing pages, all that sort of stuff within the technology. So the three of them fit very closely together. Get the thinking right. Get this piece of technology. Here's the team member to actually run it. And now you can just sit back and, and think of the ideas and get it to work. Love it. Love it. And it's obviously a culmination of all the insights you've gathered in your own journey. It is, it is 40 plus years of business and all the mistakes I've made. I've had <laughs> dozens of CRMs. I've had, you name the bits and pieces. I've probably used it. Yep. And I just come, I, I just got so frustrated with all these different apps, not talking to one another and having to use Zapier or, yeah, you know. Different time, different uh, password every time. It drives crazy. Yeah. So I just went, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to stop on this treadmill which everybody else is on yep. and i'm going to do something different and just make it one. Oh, i love it i love it sounds great so it's, it's been going now for 12 months yeah it's getting rave reviews everywhere everybody's loving it oh sensational sensational and now my last question before we run out of time is you have written a few books 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I believe you, you said you were dyslexic until the age of thirty, and you've written three books. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, these, these are these are what we call magic glasses. So, <laughs> so yeah, so going going to school, um, I reading and writing was not my thing. Like I literally, the only book that I read going to school was called Day of the Triffids. And in actual fact, I didn't read the book. I watched the movie multiple times. Yeah. And, and so when it come at school, and it was because I was really bad at English and really bad at writing and, and I couldn't read properly. Um, <laughs> I was bouncing around in classes, but mathematically and science and, and, and crafts like woodwork, I excelled at. So I was in the top classes of all the sciences, but in the bottom classes of English. Yeah. <laughs> and so dyslexia really caused me a problem, but I didn't realize until I was 30 that I, that was the problem. Oh my God. So I didn't have glass. And then one of my, one of my, um, uh, mentors, you know, said, "Hey, you know, I was, I was, I was take, taking a change in life. Is when I busted myself up and I broke my back." Um, he said, "Hey, you know, you got to start to learn how to read and write properly." And um, and so found out that I was dyslexic. Got that on, and I started reading. And it got to the stage where I was reading a book a week, wow. and and so I started to love reading. And I went, "Well, where do I go to for now?" Well, the next step for me, if I'm going to really break through this challenge that's been around my life. I've got all these experiences. How do I now um, get that out and help some people? And somebody said, well, why don't you write a book about it? I said, oh, and I still had the mindset. I said, oh, no, I'm, I'm still not really good at writing. Yeah. You know, I've only really learned how to read in the last year or two. Well, here yeah. I'm 30 plus years of age. <laughs> but it took me a lot of years. People still said, write a book, write a book, write a book. So anyway, going back um, now in 2000, I think it's 2016, uh, finally, uh, again, my mentor, Dale Barma, said, hey, Kelly, you got to write a book. And I went, okay, then I'll write a book. You know, it was a bit, bit of a grudgingly. So I went away on a one-week retreat. Yep. And after that one-week retreat, I turned off all my mobile phones. I practiced what I preached by turning off all the technology, getting rid of all the distractions. And in one week, I wrote two books. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, now, they weren't, weren't fantastic, as in all the grammar, but that that became my signature. Yeah. Um, my signature was I'm an Australian. I talk in Australian language, you know, it is what it is. I have a couple of yeah, nice little words that I throw in, nice little colourful <laughs> words that I might throw in. Love it, love it. But but yeah, you know, I talk in. Hey, let's unleash. Let's be awesome. Let's have some fun. Like so, that's that's the way I wrote the book. Yeah, yeah. And I basically verbalised it and then just tweaked it around, sent it to an editor, and away it went. Following year, I come back and I wrote another one. Oh, and so I literally ended up writing three books and launching three best-selling books within one year. Um, and what were those? What were the titles of those three books? What were they? What were they the first one, the first one was what I'd learned between business, being a business leader, and, and I worked in a not-for-profit sector for a long time. So it's called Unleash the Future of Leadership, mm -hmm. and that was a look at how do business leaders do it by money and transactional leadership is what I called it, compared to transformational leadership, which is where you lead by influence. Gotcha. And so it's a bit of a comparison between the two worlds and what the two worlds can learn from. The second book, Unleash the Future of You. So that was a book that I wrote as I was going through my weight loss journey and my health journey and my mental health journey. Yes. So I just, I was really raw. So it was the raw, those raw lessons that I learned that were real that could help people. So I just, I just let it all out. I just vomited all my problems onto a page and all how I actually changed that cycle. Right. Yep. The third book was Unleash the Diamond in the Rough. So mm -hmm. I believe everybody is a diamond. All right. Some of us have just got more lumps and bumps around. So how do you polish that up? Mm -hmm. So I actually go through 
that was the book that I actually done the most amount of research on because I actually learned the process of everything from mining to putting a diamond into a ring. Yep. So I learned the process and I actually married up the chapters to every single process of, of how you change your life and become the crowning jewel from being something dirty in the ground and, and feel like you're not worth anything. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And the last book, the book that I'll, I'm, I'm looking to try and launch it here in December this year is uh, Unlo Unleash the Freedom Machine. Um, Unleash the Freedom Machine yeah, is a productivity book. It, it, it goes through my 40 odd years of lessons and what are the productivity tools and tips, both from a thinking perspective and some of the technology around at this time to help business owners take it to the next, next, next go. And my fifth and last book in the series is Go Unleash Your Dreams. Huh. And that will be a, a self-help book on how to dream, how to cast vision, how to how to really put yourself into into the right sort of mindset to, to really live what you want to live. Incredible. And can we get all these books on your website? or where, yep. where can we so, Yeah, Kel kelvinholiday.com. All right, you just go to kelvinholiday.com. The three books are there. You can you can purchase the books there. Um, the fourth book you can put in, and we're, we're going to be creating a VIP list very shortly. And um, and by all means, you know, so links here that will you know you, that uh, Darren will have for you. Get in contact with us. Happy to do that. And I've got uh, all my clients get a copy of my books. Um, just a part of being a client, and um, happy to, to to give you some of those to to give out to your clients as well. Oh, sensational. Kel, that's been amazing, mate. That is, you know, you're inspirational. You have so much energy, so much insight. And I can see that how passionate you are about this topic, you know, so I really... Absolutely, mate. You've got to be. Yeah. If, if you're not passionate about what you do, stop it. Exactly. Yep. Just okay. stop it. Just do something different. <laughs> I love it. So if... What are the best places that everybody can find you? Your website, any anywhere else in particular? Yes. So I would actually say, if you want to get an overview of the whole thing, what we do, it's transformhub.com.au. So right. transform, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's my whole idea. Transform your mind, transform your thinking. So transform hub, it is the hub of information there, .com.au. Yep. All right, that's the place to go. That'll give you an overview of all the different companies and give you links to all the different companies and the different websites. Right. And also links to your book as well. Absolutely. It has all the information in there. Oh, yeah. oh, sensational. Well, Kel, I really want to uh, say thank you for coming on the show. You've been, your, your knowledge and insight has been invaluable. I've enjoyed this thoroughly and I'm sure the audience has as well. You've given us some great new tips and we should also check out some of your software that's coming. Absolutely. Anytime, mate. That'd be great. That's, uh, really appreciate it, mate. And anything, anything last, uh, any last words that you'd like to leave us? Um, there's one. One of the biggest things that I, I would actually say to you, it's it's not you that makes a difference. It's the relationships you build, all right? So relationships relationships are important. So Darren and I have known each other for a little while. Really appreciated being here, Darren. And it is these relationships that makes you move forward. It challenges you to think differently, and it also challenges you to keep true to yourself, all right? So build the relationships. Networking is where it's at. All right. There's only so much that a CRM can do. It's not until you actually have the personal relationships that's going to make a difference. Yeah. And, I, and it kind of ties back into what you said earlier that um, automation is great to not forget things, but it doesn't replace who you are and therefore building those relationships personally. 200%. Yeah. You know, you, it's so important. But Kel, really appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. We wish you the best of luck on the launch of the new product. And I'm sure it's, you know, your business is going to go from strength to strength. And uh, I definitely urge the audience to check out Kel's website, check out his books, 
check out his technology, anything else that he offers. He's a wealth of knowledge and experience, and he can really help you um, do whatever you need to do to move in the right direction. So, Kel, once again, thank you again for coming on the show. Everyone out there, thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for supporting us. And we'll see you very, very soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Thanks, Kel. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. If you would like to join me as a guest on the show, I would be delighted to collaborate. Feel free to buzz me on 0414-659-800 or email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au. I'm always on the lookout for great guests who can share their stories and expertise with my community. Also, if you have been thinking about putting your own podcast together and not sure where to begin, look no further. I run a really simple three-part podcasting course, one-on-one with me, where I walk you through the entire podcasting journey. You will end up with a fantastic new podcast to start sharing right away. Feel free to get in touch to discuss further. But for now, though, have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next time.